Welcome to the Tribunal. I'm Danny with Jameson. What up, what up? And Chris Warren. Yo, what's good? We just watched episode four of the Challenge Double Agents. We watched Devin randomly attack Amber, Josh sticking his big chin where it doesn't belong again, and Fessy playing dirty. We're going to do Gold Skull or Send It Home, Jameson's Juicy Deets, MVPs and Losers. But first, I've got a couple questions for you guys. Can you rank the dirtiest things Fessy did tonight, Warren? You've got him going down against Nelson, gouging Nelson's eyes out, and ditching Anissa. Man, uh, you know, I am going to say going down into the ring was the dirtiest thing he did. Um, granted, I don't think he knew that Nelson was going in, you know, obviously doesn't know that information, but maybe Tori disclosed it to him. I don't really know. Uh, it seems like he made up his mind, but I don't know. Like literally moments before they're saying like, Oh, this is the strongest alliance. So that's the first thing for me. (laughs) Leaving Aniso is also pretty dirty. I, you know, I get it. And I think playing dirty because, I don't know. I, that one's like the least to me in the sense that like, I think everybody's just going to do that shit anyway. So, you know, but as far as his moves go, like I, I get it. Like I understand Fessy, like he's on the mindset of like, you got to beat him at some point. So you might as well do it now. Um, and he clearly favors himself in that kind of elimination. So he probably had some kind of thing of just like, if it's ever a hall brawl, like I want it with all of his, you know, his Alliance. You know, and obviously TJ wants this kind of stuff, but I think he needs to like start thinking ahead of future seasons um, because like down the line, like this can bite him in the ass, basically. Uh, it can come back to him because, um, you know, obviously right now he doesn't have an alliance for the rest of the season. Like he's kind of going to scramble for some friends. You know, he's got Casey and the big brother people, but uh yeah, I don't know. I think I think this will come back to, to haunt him. So he better win, uh, or else he he might you know kind of become like Ashley or whatever, <laughs> and just kind of get fucking you know just eviscerated every season for just being that asshole who put themselves above everybody else. Oh, <laughs> Jameson, do you agree? I mean, yeah, I, I agree. I, I think we've seen dirtier in the world of the challenge. It always cracks me up every season. It's like. I can't believe he did this. Like how I thought we were bros. I thought we were friends. Like it's a tale as old as time. Like it's like every fucking season, like you're playing for a million dollars. Like it just always makes me laugh that every single season there's someone that's like super offended. Like how could he? Like this has never happened before. Um, but in terms of like order of dirty, like I think him ditching Anissa, I'll give a number three. Number two, uh, the Nelson thing, I'm kind of like, were they really that close? It kind of, they made it really seem like they were like boys, but I, I don't know. Like I, I kind of call bullshit on that, but then him playing dirty, like I'm all for like going hard, like, you know, in the fucking, in the ring, but like the way he was like slamming his head down into the dirt, like eat dirt, eat, eat rocks, you fucking bitch. Like, <laughs> like I felt like that was like too far, man. Like that just... You don't need to do that. You're huge, dude. You should play football. You should be able to tackle, fucking know how to do it up. Um, but, again, I just think, like, yeah, it was some dirty things. But this this whole dynamic of switching partners is really entertaining. You know, like, I love how the first time it happened, it really set the dominoes for everyone. 
else. Now everyone feels like, okay, I can do it too. You know, I wonder if they didn't do it at the beginning like that, if it would be the same, but um, it's a dirty game, man. It's a million fucking bucks. I would fucking throw you guys. I'd be like, peace out. And then you guys, I can't believe it. We did the podcast together. We were, we were buddies. How could he do this to me? Man, that's fucked up, dude. I would at least get you to the final (laughs) round. And then I'd kick your ass. <laughs> Danny, what about you, man? Yeah, I agree. I felt like the the Anissa thing, I feel like we all knew was coming. That was the least surprising thing he did tonight. Ripping the visor off and gouging his eyes out. Maybe I could understand. Heat of the moment, you know, you, you don't quite... It, it wasn't like a premeditated thing. Whereas going down without telling them was. So I feel like that was the dirtiest. Um, I don't know that I've ever seen TJ so disappointed in a winner before. Like I've never seen him when he gave Nelson like the spotlight to talk about. I've never seen that before. That was interesting. So that was kind of funny to see, but it just felt like a little early to be this dirty. Yeah. I, I was kind of surprised there'd be a hall brawl for the guys this early on in the season. Like I feel yeah. usually like, one of the last eliminations and you know, who knows, maybe they anticipated being a women's elimination, but obviously like, you know, uh, Mishi didn't have a partner cause Liv was hurt or whatever. And so they're like, well, we got to trim some dudes. So it's just going to be a guys like they just decided to change it or whatever. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. And, and TJ was being real coy before, uh, Oh, he really was. TJ, you know, the coy man. Which I thought it was going to be a double elimination. I don't know why. I was, like, really feeling like it could have been double. Right. Yeah, I, I don't know why they have to keep that a secret once they're all there because, to me, you would get more people coming down if they knew if it was guys or women. Well, to, to their point, if they don't know, there's nothing in it for Devin to go down there, and he probably would have lost. I mean, I don't think – I think this was the first time they did that. Like, I feel like in the last yeah, episode, they usually tell episodes, you. Yeah, he said it's a it's a men's elimination tonight. So, uh, you know, are you going to come down and you know get your skull, whatever? Like, and I think you know, obviously, purposely didn't say it uh, just to like see what kind of drama could be uh, drummed up there. The producers, man, they 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 have such a hand in every show, dude. I just I just imagine them in a trailer, like, oh, you know, like, what can we do? <laughs> yeah. well, for their sake. I hope they're prepared to do two hall brawls and two wrestle over a pole or hula hoop because they've already done both and it's week yeah. four. That that's a little alarming to me. Yeah, you don't need any stinking stupid challenges. You know what I'm saying? They're already fucked up tonight. They better be on top of their game. Yeah, I mean, the thing for me too is like with the eliminations. Like, why? Why can you only have an elimination once? It's like they just waste so many good ones, and then there's other ones that are just so shitty and like uh this is just kind of boring. I love the net yeah like just just do the really good ones multiple times why not who cares it's what we all want to see yeah if they cycled through like three of them but they were the three best ones i really wouldn't complain yeah i don't i like i get the point of like you know maybe you want to try out one every once in a while see how it goes if people love it then great but like Shoot, just do the ones that are like awesome. I have no problem with that. They don't need to be fresh eliminations every season. Like, I like yeah. the band one too, where they're tied to each other. I like that one too. Yeah, 
I like it's really it really drags on most of the time, but sometimes there's a real good one. Yeah. And I don't also, mind the ones that are like as much mental anguish as it is physical, like that one. Yeah. So give me one of those, and then one hall brawl, one wrestle over a stick. You got yourself a great trio right there. Yeah. Also, can they bring back the seat, the famous CT one, where he's dragging Johnny Bananas on his back? What was that? Can we bring they, that one back? They've never done it since, and I feel like they're they're afraid to to bring it back. Like it was too perfect. Oh man, they gotta bring that one back. So, Jameson, you touched on this, but two weeks ago, fantastic daily challenge where they're wrestling on top of a truck. And then tonight, we get maybe the worst ever. Can you think of a worse one than, than flying a, a remote control thing in a, in a fucking cave? I, de- I definitely can't think of a worse one because I, I think I forget the fuck out of them every time I watch them because they're just so boring. I mean, I found myself looking at my phone during a challenge. I never look at my phone during a challenge. I'm usually right in. Obviously, during the commercial breaks, I don't give a fuck about, you know, uh, ridiculousness and shit and, like, all these <laughs> other shows. But it was really bad. I mean, the coolest part about it was the cave. It's like Carlsbad Caverns. I don't know if you guys have ever been there. That's a real cool sight to see. And can I just ask you a question? What's up with them not being able to afford like straps for the goggles? Like they gotta hold the goggles. Like they like you like it's like one of those fucking pick you know uh, flip book things. A viewmaster. Viewmaster, there it is. Like they have to, they can't have straps for the whole fucking thing. I don't know. The rules of it were dumb. It's like you you go into the cave and then you come back, I guess, to a point. And all of a sudden, you're counting numbers. Like, I don't know. It was it was really weak. It was really boring, and it was just really anticlimactic. And only one person completed it too. It wasn't even like it was boring, and it was a close call. It was just kind of, you know, just fucking whack. <laughs> Chris, yeah, it was uh, just extremely boring. I mean, I fuck man, that was the most boring challenge I've ever seen. There was nothing, there's like no applicable skill there that was like, hey, these people might be good in the final because they fucking flew a drone <laughs> flying through this cave and saw a code and, you know, whatever. Like, nobody's going to be flying drones in the in the final. I thought, I was hoping it was going to be like a drone race. I was like, that could be cool. That could be fun, at least like watching people race around with their drones. But it was just like so weird. It was like, watching the first couple minutes of it it seemed like they could see their drone going really far down the cave like why does the person even need to rely on the person with the goggles like it seemed like you could just see it right like yeah, it wasn't like there's was a turn right off the bat and you're blinded it was like here it's right in front of you and here you go like i don't know it was, it was kind of the perfect representation of drones in general like every time someone's like oh i got a drone and you're like oh cool let's check it out and then you kind of stand there and like yeah. look at fly the drone and like okay like let's go do right. something else you know right right off the bat when they explained it i was like i wouldn't watch this challenge if it was taking place in my backyard like it just sounds yeah. so boring and it sounded very difficult right off the bat so look this this thing like you know, my wife got me a few years ago for Christmas, she got me a uh, remote control helicopter. <laughs> and while I do stand by, it was awesome. I used it for like 15 minutes. It was amazing. 
and I was bored. I was like, all right, I guess that's it. Like, I had fun. <laughs> it was over. And that's exactly what this was. It's like, you fly the drone, and then you're like, all right, that's cool. <laughs> you never touch it again. And aside from the last episode, they're not taking into account how this is going to look on TV. This was just bad TV. And the same for the one where they were diving into the water and you couldn't see shit. Like, it doesn't matter how many helmet cams they throw in there. It just doesn't look good on TV. They're, they're overthinking these, I think. Yeah. Yeah. They just need something that's more physical and, like, visual. Like, yeah, that was like, that's why last week or two weeks ago was so good. It's just, like, put them on an elevated surface, make them wrestle, like, have a little, you know, bungee cord. I mean, next week's looks, you know, very interesting. And people are freaking out. Big T's uh, reaction in the preview is really funny. She's yeah. really growing up, you guys. She's crack, she's cracking me up and had that amazing story tonight, which, you know, shout out to her. That really tough, but like she's funny, man. She she's a good timing. Yeah. She's great. And I, I feel like there there's been little pieces of people that I want to see more of. Her, I'm loving everything I'm seeing. Michi cracks me up every time oh, he appears right. on he, TV. Yeah. He's funny without talking, man. He just walks in. He's like, <laughs> like he Yeah, just, yeah. Very little time so far, but I, I yeah, definitely want to see more of Michi. I love that he gets partnered with, um, what's her name? Uh, I'm blanking on her name. Uh, she was in the, on, the, on the floor tonight. His new partner. Amber? Amber. Thank you, Chris. Amber. Amber is like, I don't know if we're going to be good, but I do know one thing. She's good looking. You know what I mean? Like, he was just like, he was just like, <laughs> like that's great. Oh, I loved Nelson's epiphany, too, of just being like, man, why'd I pick Amber? Why'd I do that? Nelson was so dramatic tonight. Like, he's always like that when he gets eliminated. He, like, takes long pauses and really thinks about it and really tries to be, you know, pontificate, like, what he means, what he thinks. It's just ridiculous. But he's really saying nothing. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Never. (laughs) Never. He's such a cornball, dude. Cornball. So let's hand out some gold skulls or send them home. Wern. So this week, my gold skull or send it home. Uh, I'm going to explain what gets a gold skull and what gets sent home. But uh, I'm going to say Tori and Devin, that they actually like each other. Gold skull means they actually like each other. They don't like each other. You send it home. Danny, what do you think? So my wife and I had this conversation during the episode and I think, because she's like, did I miss something? Like, why do they hate each other? I think it, I'm going to give it a gold skull. I think, you know, maybe they're not best friends, but I think they know it makes better TV if they pretend to dislike each other. We've all worked with people that we hate. You don't work that well together with anyone you hate. You know, that, that was pretty okay. smooth. Um, so I, I'm going to give it a gold skull. I think that they, they have an appreciation for each other at the very least. Totally. I, I, I agree. I, I think there's like, Devin kind of is like Jordan in some ways. Like he's kind of like a little prick like Jordan. Um, he's not as much of a douche, you know, and all that, but like he definitely has some like Jordan tendencies. I think there's some like a little bit of a sexual tension going on there for, for Devin and not for Tori. <laughs> and I think that like, well, you're hoping. Yeah, he's hoping. And but like they're definitely, you know, exactly Danny. I think they know it's good TV. I think they have a good time with like the, you know, back and forth, but agree, agreed. Like, I think they had like an issue 10 years ago or something like it's over. Like they're just having fun. And um, 
they actually could be a pretty good team if you know Devin doesn't have to do anything competitive. Yeah, I'm giving it a gold skull as well. Uh, I mean, it just seems obvious. Like, I mean, yeah, it's almost like they're flirting with each other. They're just kind of like doing this fun fighting with each other. It doesn't seem very genuine that they don't like each other. And it also kind of seems like when that all started, like a few episodes ago, it just kind of seemed out of nowhere. Uh, I didn't really understand where it came from. But uh, yeah, and like you said, Danny, like they're working really well together. So yeah, I think they actually like each other and they just know that this is like making for more entertaining TV, essentially. Jameson, what do you got? I got I got something kind of similar to yours, Chris, but a little different. So <laughs> the character of Jay, like Jay, you know, I don't know, Jay. Like how, like how do we feel about Jay? My, my gold score sent at home is you're not giving him a gold score like you think he's going to get a gold score. You're giving him a gold score. Do you, do you like Jay or do you want to fucking send him home? Like he just like gets under my skin. I, I think he, he just feels phony. He's a big old phony. I'm going to send him home because – I, I just don't understand what, I, what I'm getting out of Jay. I don't understand Jay. I feel like half the time he's like the, oh, shucks, I'm just here for a good time guy. And then wearing a beanie. Yeah. And then every once in a while, he's a fake tough guy, like out of nowhere. Like, again, you know, if you're going to pretend to be a tough guy against anyone, it might as well be Josh. You know, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll take Jay's side there. But overall, it, he doesn't really do much for me. Um, so I'm, I'm going to send him home. Yeah, I agree. I'd, I'd send them home to basically the same reasons. I'm just not really going to add much here. It's just, yeah, he just kind of like flip flops. I think he's kind of confident in himself, but not really like, I don't know. He obviously like survived what two or three eliminations last season, like took out CT and some dumb not game or whatever, but like, yeah, he's got this. I, I The only thing I like him for is that he like kind of starts this weird thing with Josh and like, but at the same time, he's not really provoking him either. So, I don't know. It's just Josh doing it to himself. So, yeah, I, I, I don't need him. I'd send him he, home. He's not bringing anything to the show. Just no. get him out of here. Like, I don't want to – like, what I'm saying is don't bring him back to another season. Like, we, we, he got nothing to him. He's fucking <laughs> flat. He's straight. He sucks. <laughs> he needs to have more of an edge. Yeah, something. Some chutzpah. So mine, obviously they can't do the nights out, which we all love. So <laughs> their solution is what I'm going to call the party igloo. Are you giving the party igloo a gold skull or are you sending it home? I'll go. <laughs> I'm going to send it home, dude. I'm sending home the, the freaking party igloo. Only because, <laughs> look, the party igloo could be a good thing. It could have been a good thing. Whether the, like, triangles were flashing, like, for real, I don't know. They might as well just be partying in the house. Who even needs that shit? Like, it looked like all they had out there was, like, two picnic tables and a white floor. Like, that's it. They didn't have I, – and I feel like at one point they're, like, you know, people were talking. It was just, like, dead quiet. Like, there wasn't even music. It's like, dude, you got to get these people fucked up because we want to see them fight or we want to see them do something. And that just doesn't feel like walking into – a giant igloo is really going to like, I don't know, stir the pot. It's not really doing much for it. You know, like have them party in the house. So like people are like drinking on people's beds. Maybe somebody spills some liquor on someone's bed. Yeah, or you know, drama. Someone starts like kicking someone's clothes out of the way, whatever. Like 
it's just a much more conducive arena to like starting some kind of drama because people are going to start encroaching on other people's like personal space. Whereas in the igloo, you're kind of in this little bubble of happiness and I don't like it. So I'm sending it home. <laughs> it's so funny. I like, you know, on this, you write a couple down. I wrote, I wrote the igloo down or bubble parties. And there's something really funny about this is like, you know what the bubble party is? Is it's the fucking happy hour Zoom that we all fucking did. And it's like, maybe this will be the same. And it's not. And it's a valiant effort. And like Chris said, all we want is for, you know, some good challenges, some drama, and then to get drunk and cause some ruckus, you know? Yeah. And it just doesn't happen in this, like, bubble, you know? It's just, like, this little, like, igloo room. And, you know, Corey's looking great as per usual, but, like, other than that, like, what are we getting out of this, you know? And um, I just felt like it's just so whack and boring. And um, I, 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 but you know what I'm going to do, though? I'm going to give it a gold skull because I can, <laughs> because <laughs> after saying all that. What? Because. <laughs> and having said that. It's an effort because they should get drunk. And maybe you can cross your fingers that maybe in a couple episodes in the igloo, some shit's going to go down. Getting Iggy in the igloo. I don't know. Like, who knows what's going to happen? But at least they're trying to get them drunk in some type of way. So I've got to give it a gold skull for that reason. I'm going to send it home. It just, it's terrible lighting. I mean, <laughs> it doesn't seem like any place you'd want to spend a lot of time. It, it reminds me of like, you know, when you'd have school dances and, and they, you know, they put on a smoke machine and some lights, but you're like, oh, yeah. I know this is our cafeteria. This is still our cafeteria, you know, this doesn't make it cool. And that that's how it feels. Like it just... I get that they can't go out, so they're trying to make it cool and fun. But I agree with you. Just have it in the house. Have a more fun common area. Or, like you said, you spill something on the beds, but they're on beds. They could start smooching. And you know what happens after smooching when you're in bed? Yeah. You might have some sex. Yeah. There hasn't been any, like, nightlight sex this season. There's no, like, nothing. It's just – We need – like, they need to be in a space that, like, causes friction, you know? Like – <laughs> literally you know what i'm saying yeah yeah all kinds of friction you know i just don't think the igloo is doing that with like the bug zapper lights that are in there it's yeah. just not happening <laughs> because when they go out you can tell from the moment they get on that bus they're like kids on a field trip i don't know why i keep comparing everything to school but they just seem so pumped and you're like they're gonna go nuts tonight you're not gonna feel the same way when you walk down the hall to the to the neon lit igloo it's just not gonna happen Yeah. Hey, let's just walk across the yard into the igloo, man. But see, at the same time, drinks. they've done like costume parties and shit, like in the in the house, and it just doesn't go anywhere as well. It's just they need to go. And the other thing too is when they go out again once COVID's over and everything, go out to a bar with like other humans versus just themselves. Like, let them get into a fight with someone else. Let them, you know, like that. That was the good days. They gotta stop going to Romania. You know, like go somewhere where people like know them. And then, like, you know, maybe something will happen. Yeah. That's a good point. Like, great real-world episodes were always, like, when they would bring somebody back that they met out. You get a stranger in oh, there. Oh, yeah. Why not? Bring a little of that real-world life back. I'm down for that, man. Yeah. I mean, people might know who Lolo Jones is, though, you know. She is a world champion. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> oh, my God. Is that Lolo Jones? <laughs> 100 meter. <laughs> 400 meter hurdle champion of the world yeah oh, i've had a crush on you for a long time ever since you did the long jump like get out of here <laughs>
Time to get juicy. With Jameson's Juicy D. You hear that? That's some juice coming out. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that was. Trying new things every week, folks. Um, I got one deed for you. A lot of times we bring a lot of deeds. But guys, this, this Fessy drama with like Tori is just bubbling over. And it's getting real juicy. And I had to share it with you. So apparently... Fessy's old love interest, Haley. I don't know if you guys remember Haley uh, or know of Haley. She's a reality person as well. Very beautiful. She put out a Instagram post this week talking about how she was still with Fessy while he was on the show. And this motherfucker is just like cheating like a villain, dude. Um, And guess, I, I know who he cheats with. And I could reveal that to you guys. I could tell the world. It is someone on the show, but um, it might not be who you think. But I will say, he definitely gets a little frisky on the show and his relationship ends, obviously. Bessie, man. Uh, not only, it was really, you know, adamant for this show tonight, you know, just playing dirty and dating dirty. So he builds some new alliances is what you're saying. Yeah, some friction. He builds some friction. <laughs> without giving too much away it's not who they make it seem like it's going to be on tonight's show or it's not who i made it seem like on our last week's podcast but he was seen i will say there's another photo of him and tori on vacation together so i mean that's happened him and tori are definitely a thing now after the show but during the show someone else I'm beginning to think that Fessy might not be a great guy. I mean, maybe. (laughs) You don't have to be a great guy to be a great challenger. No, in fact, it's almost always better if you're not. Who's your MVP for the episode, Christopher Wern? So before I give my MVP, I just want to give a quick shout out. Uh, Like a runner-up MVP for me was Liv, because guess what? She's getting paid for this episode, and she was literally on for 30 seconds at the beginning with a broken arm. Like, how did she get the stick? Like, stick around? I don't know. Like, why did the producers keep her on the show for that long? Like, they must be kicking themselves because they got to pay her now. Uh, but good for her. She's a winner for that. Um, but you know what? The person I chose, uh, they didn't do much, but they left a goddamn hero, and it's Nelson. I'm making Nelson my MVP because literally last season he was talking about girls getting fucked in porta potties. And then he <laughs> had a whole episode where he sacrificed himself. And now he's like totally and completely a fucking hero. He's done a 180 in everybody's perception. Like he's kind of become some odd source of like emotion. Like on the show, whenever he's in like an elimination, it gets real emotional for some reason because of him <laughs> and Corey's bro love or whatever. Um, and like, he had this heartfelt, (laughs) heartfelt compromise moment where he said, I can't sacrifice myself for somebody else or else I'm never going to get anywhere, which I was like, well, you just, you did that last season anyway. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, that's kind of hilarious. Um, but you know, even during the elimination, like everybody seemed to be on his side. I think the only reason they got voted in was pretty much, I think a lot of people thought it was going to be a women's elimination and they voted for Amber instead of Nelson really. And, you know, he's a trendsetter in fashion, you know, from the Gucci pirate to, like, some kind of farm boy, you know, 
guy tonight. Like, I don't know. He's, he's got a wide range of fashion. He even had like a fashion show runway off with Corey in the fucking uh, bubble or whatever. So I don't know. I'm making Nelson my uh, MVP tonight, even though he's going home. I like Nelson. I'm kind of sad to see him leave because uh, I don't know. He's just funny when he talks and he's entertaining. Uh, <laughs> so there you go. I, I like Nelson. I think this is too early for him to go home. Love the guy. I'm not going to support his um, <laughs> turn as a new advocate for women. I don't buy that for a single sound. No, no. <laughs> Dude, it was so forced, him, like, defending her, like, throughout the episode. Like, she was crying, man. Like, how dare Yo. you? Like, I'm mad. Can you see that I'm mad? You know, like, it was, like, really. really had an edit that made him look like a fucking hero. Again. Again. He didn't even do anything, and that's why he's a winner to me. That's why he's a winner. He got a good edit. Right. That's fair. He's, he's a fucking corn cob. <laughs> my my or my MVP um, is is usually a loser, uh, but there it was hard to pick out an MVP tonight. Um, you know, it's kind of weird. Like you could have gave it to Bessie or whoever, but or Nelson. But I'm gonna give it to Josh because he just made me laugh so much tonight. Uh, he was the MVP from an entertainment factor. He was just such a big baby when he was like pounding his chest, like he was like really getting ready. Like I was cracking up when he was like, you know, freaking out about everything like he usually does. He just finds a way to be such a doofus. I mean, it's really amazing kind of when you think about it, that every week he manages to be a doofus and it was just really entertaining tonight. And I'm going to give him an MVP for, you know, today making me smile. That's what, I, that's what I went with. I never thought we'd see the day where Josh was an MVP. I feel like he's got to unblock us now to, to see this and realize it's the only thing he'll ever win on this show. It's for all the wrong reasons, though. That's what's so funny about it is, you know, he'll see it like, oh, it's the MVP. And then he'll listen and be like, oh, it's because I'm a loser. <laughs> um. I agree with you. I think this episode was the hardest one to choose. Um, so I don't feel good about mine. But as we know, all is fair in love, war, and challenges. This guy now has a gold skull. He now has a better partner. I have to give it to Fessy. I mean, those are some of the goals of the show, and he succeeded. Whether or not we agree with how he, he came to those, that's another story. But I I have to give him the MVP by default. Sounds about right. I mean, I, you know, <laughs> I can't really argue. I with he made a mistake. I think he made a mistake by picking Casey, but you know, yeah, I don't think he's as good as he thinks, but like, that's a minor thing to like hold against everything else that he came over yeah. away with in this episode. Uh, it was, it was slim pickings. What, what can I say? I think that's why we ended up with three different ones for maybe the first time all year. Time, yeah. yeah. We were scratching. <laughs> Jameson. Who, who do loser, you have? Loser. Same loser. Well, as the challenge gods giveth, they taketh away. And uh, even though he was my MVP, he is also my loser because he was a loser in the in the episode. So <laughs> I mean, I gotta give him uh, my loser of the episode because he just was such a doofus. I'll say everything I just said about him being the MVP. He was just manages to be such a loser every episode um so yeah he's my loser loser of the episode as well uh <laughs> that's a 
I'm going to piggyback on that and also say Josh is my loser. And I just want to point out, I love when a fight comes out of, yo, I love you, man. Yo, we're like on the same team. But if you were to cross me, I will like step in your mouth and climb right over you. And then the other guy's just like, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. It's all good, man. But yo, if you were to backstab me, I'm going <laughs> to climb up your rib cage and then get past you. Like, <laughs> just ridiculous shit of this like weird hypothetical fight going on between <laughs> two guys is just the dumbest fucking thing ever. Uh, yeah, Josh is the loser. <laughs> totally came out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Out of it didn't nowhere. make any sense. It would be like if I said to my wife tonight, right before we go to bed, I love you. But if you stab me tonight, yeah. in the middle of the night and kill me, I hate your guts. Yeah. If but you I love you. Sleep, yeah. If you stab me with a knife to my throat, while I'm sleeping, I'm going to kick your fucking ass. I'm going to kick your ass right out the window. Like, what the fuck? Where's that coming from? And then if you, like, were to go in behind closed doors and be like, yeah, man, my wife's a bitch. Like, it's like, what? <laughs> like, he, like you're, he did the exact thing when he voted. He's like, you, you even thought about double-crossing me? You said it out loud? I'm voting you in. Right, which he didn't, so it was kind of crazy. I don't even know where that came from. He's like, he give me weird vibes. He's giving me weird vibes. What vibes? What vibes is he given? Like, clearly Josh was drunk as hell again. I'm also going to give it to Josh for all the reasons that have been listed. But maybe ah. the number one reason, the pounding on the chest and saying, this is the elimination I feel the best about, the hall brawl. Josh, this is what you feel best about? This doesn't seem to have any of your strengths, which you have none. But, like, surely it would be, like, some dumb puzzle or something. Like, this is the one where he's like, this this has my name written all over it. Since when, Josh? It, like, who are you kidding? Yeah, Josh always plays this game. I'm confident for my skull. You know, this is my week to get it. Last season, you said that for six fucking weeks in a row, dude. And you just fucking bitched out of elimination every time. And so, of course, he's like, oh, oh, I wanted to go in. I wanted to go in. No, you didn't, man. Fucking get out of here, you loser. Josh, you're our first MVP and loser. So congratulations, I guess. Until next week, that's it from the Tribunal. Don't be a layup. Don't be a quitter. You guys killed it, unlike Josh. Oh, perfect. (laughs)